welcome to another episode of Polished Gems with your host, Jacinta Martin. Join me as we rediscover our shine by learning how to rebuild with the nine fruits of God's Spirit. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Polished Gems. Here we talk about how we can develop and improve ourselves with the nine fruits of God's spirit. This was developed from my blog, fruitfulgems.com, as a way to have deeper conversations about the nine fruits of focus that we discuss on the blog. I am your host, Jacinta Martin. I am the creator of the blog, Fruitful Gems. I'm also an author and a real estate agent in Georgia and a mom of two children. So let's jump right into our topic for today. Let's talk about faithfulness. So we've actually been focusing on faithfulness for this month of February um, 2021. And I wanted to talk about today's blog. Today's blog is called Rebuilding Your Faith, One Act of Obedience at a Time. Now, when I originally wrote this blog, this blog was about um, how my, in one of my most recent conversations with God, I asked him, how can we rebuild our faith? As people, rebuilding our faith typically comes during a time or a season when we've endured something tough or something hard. So for me, this question came about because I had experienced such a hard season and such a tough season where it seemed that my world really and honestly was crashing down all around me. I was looking for, well, who do I trust? Who can't I trust? Um, What am I supposed to be doing? And God was like, okay, are you ready for the answer? So today I want to share with you the information and the answers that God provided me. So as I asked him that question, again, um, if you're just tuning in, the question that I asked God is how can we rebuild our faith? So to rebuild uh, our faithfulness, we must learn how to trust in God again. Now, I know that sounds so cliche to a lot of people, right? How do you learn to trust in God again? What does that even look like? So let's break that down a little bit further so we can understand why we have to do that and what that looks like and even how that looks like. So faith, for example, faith is actually um, defined, I believe, in um, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary as complete trust or confidence in someone or something. So with that being said, when we have complete trust or confidence or faith in someone, we're willing to listen, right? We're open to listening to what they say. We're opening to following them as well when it comes to rebuilding parts of our life because we have complete trust and confidence in what they have to say. So as I mentioned, to rebuild our faithfulness, we must learn to trust in God again. So by understanding what faith is and what what we are rebuilding, then we can go into the how. So the way God showed me is when he answered my question, he said, the how is through obedience. So let's even break that down further so we can understand what that means. Now, obedience is actually defined in strong uh, concordance as Attentive hearkening, that is by implication, compliance or submission. Now, 
I know the word submission, of course, can be scary and compliance can be too, because it's like, wait a minute, am I just giving up everything to follow God? That's not it. Let me actually take you to God's word in Deuteronomy 28, one through six in the message uh, version of the Bible. It says, if you listen obediently to the voice of God, your God, and heartily obey all his commandments that I command you today, God, your God will place you on high, high above all the nations of the world. All these blessings will come down on you and spread out beyond you because you have responded to the voice of God, your God. So let's talk a little bit about that. This, um, let's put some context. This was this verse came from Deuteronomy 28. This was when Moses was sharing the blessings and the curses, um, and God even was sharing them with Moses about the blessings and the curses that he was going to give the Israelites after they had left uh, Egypt and were going into the new promised land, right? They were at a point where they had just left everything. They didn't know what they were doing where exactly where they were going. They were just literally following God. They had given up their previous lifestyles, their previous homes, and just took enough possessions to be able to walk through the wilderness. Um, little did they know that they were going to have this long walk through the wilderness, but it was God needed to remove their former ways, their old life from them. So in Deuteronomy 28, one through six in the message Bible, this was the message of why the blessings would be activated. They would be activated because the people of Israel were charged for listening obediently to the voice of God. So when we listen obediently to someone, what we're doing is actually putting into practice of not only taking in what they say, but actually putting action into it. I don't know if if uh, many of you have heard the verse. It is the most popular verse said around the world of faith without works is dead. The reason why that verse is said is because literally when we trust the voice of someone, what we'll do is actually not only taking what they say, meaning hearing it with our ears, we will actually put it into action and put and that action becomes a thing. So um, here's why. Let's get into why. So that's the how. The how to rebuild your faith in God is to obey him. Right. And as I stated before and earlier, that faith is us having complete trust and confidence in someone. So I'm going to put instead of in someone, we're going to put in God. Right. And here's why. Let's get into why we should do this. Right. The why is and is because when we do repetitive practice of doing what God asks us to do, it helps to build our confidence in relearning to trust in his word. So I'm going to repeat that again. Repetitive practice. Here's why we need to rebuild our faith in God, right? Here's the why. Here's the main reason why is repetitive practice of doing what God asks us to do or instructs us to do helps us to build our confidence and relearning to trust him at his word. So what I love about that is I, I'll even give you a prime example about me. I wrote my second book recently called The Fragmented Soul. 
This was actually a four-year journey. This took me four years to write it. It started out as a dream that I had one night where I saw uh, in the dream the title and the seven chapters that are in the book currently now. Reason why I talk about um, repetitive practice of doing what God asks is this, because when I came up out of that dream, I wrote down the title and the seven chapters and then was like, okay, God, I don't know what you want me to do with this. But I realized every step of the way, as I asked him, what do you want me to do with this? How do you want this book to be? Like I had follow-up questions. As I asked those questions of how to write my uh, second book, The Fragmented Soul, he continued to talk to me about what were the next steps. As I as I became more inquisitive and asked him, I would follow through with the next steps. What's funny is he told me that... Um, Before I asked, I actually wanted to write this book as a um, kind of a tell-all, writing my testimony type book. What ended up happening was as I went back to him and asked, am I writing this the way that you want me to write it? He said, no, I need you to write it in the style of a novel. And then I went, okay, I've I've read novels. I've seen movies that have been, you know, that were were originally novels and then turned into movies. So I was like, okay, um, but I personally do not know how to write a novel. So what's interesting was after he told me that, I said, can you, my next question became, can you show me, God, how to write a novel? When I asked God that, he's the funniest thing is I was on YouTube and I saw a video by Will Smith. This video, Will Smith shared 13 books of how to create a screenplay. And I was like, wow. I said, okay, God, I see what you're doing. So I remember I would pause the video on YouTube and wrote down all 13 books. What's funny is after that, I remember that was a season where I thought I was going to have to buy a whole bunch of books and money at the time was really, really tight. And a friend of mine called me on the phone and was like, hey, um, what you doing about the thing that God asked you to do? I said, I'm trying to figure that out. He showed me these books. This is what I plan on doing. Then what happened was after uh, I told them I was uh, about the YouTube video, I told them I was going to purchase these books. They said, what about the library? Now, this was pre-COVID, guys. (laughs) So when... I had not thought about the library. That was the way for me to save money, borrow the book for a certain amount of time, read it, get the information I need, and I'd be on my way to writing this novel. So I did that. And I remember hearing God, the minute I got the book, I heard God say to me again, hey, you have a certain amount of time to read this book, right? Because of course, when you check out a book, they only give you a certain amount of time. So I need to finish it by a certain date. So I did that. And I remember I kind of procrastinated a little bit that I was really kind of rushing at the end, but I took notes on the book. I I wrote down the important notes and things that stuck out to me. So as I did that, that led me to how I wrote my book, The Fragmented Soul. So I'm sharing this story with you guys so you have an example. I even have another example of that's how my blog started, my first ever blog called From Faith to Faith. 
Now, it my blog now is called Fruitful Gems. It has transitioned into something new. But my first ever blog called From Faith to Faith, it was exactly like that. Um, it started with one blog entry that led to another as God instructed, which eventually led into my first ever book called From Faith to Faith. So I wanted to share those examples with you so you guys could see that as God instructs us and as we obey, right, as faith without works is dead, as we obey and actually do what he is asking us to do, even though it might seem impossible at the time, he is show, he can break it down into steps of how to move forth and how to obey so we can learn to trust him at his word again. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back in a moment. All right, we're back and let's continue. Here's what I also want to offer you. I want to offer you this reminder in Hebrews 11, uh, verse 1 through 2. It says this, the fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundations under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors and set them above the crowd. Now, guys, that one is also taken from the message version of the Bible. But I encourage you to, to, to go back and read that and even meditate on that and reaffirm that to yourself, that the, the, the existence is this, the fundamental fact of our existence is our trust in God. It is our faith right? That sets a firm foundation. And let me explain how we do that. Like what solutions? I have three tips and solutions for how you can actually get started in creating that foundation and rebuilding your faith in God. Is one, pray. Prayer is so... um, As most people say, they've heard that before, I got to pray. But let me explain why. Prayer helps you to open up communication with God. The more often that you pray, you can begin to develop a relationship with God. That helps you to develop your hearing skills, your seeing skills, your um, visions and dreams and anything else that God wants to speak to you with. Just as our relationships, what I want you to remember is this, that just as our relationships with our family and friends are developed over time, right, from communicate, from constant communication, we must do the same with our Heavenly Father. So that's solution one. Solution one is pray and pray often, right? Solution number two, I need you to ask. Now, you might be wondering, well, what do I ask? Remember, as I was sharing the story about the questions that I asked to further develop my, um, to understand the novel that God wanted me to write. While in prayer and daily communication, what I want you to do is ask God what he desires for you to do. It could be as simple as, well, God, what do you desire for me to do today? It could even be, um, I even do this when I'm cooking. I'll be like, God, I don't know what to cook for my family. Can you help me to know what to cook? Help me to know what to season my food with and and all of uh, so that it is tasty to them, that it is um, filling and, and 
and that they enjoy eating it. So I'll ask questions to God. So it can even be even more simple than that. God, what would you have me to wear today? That's uh, those questions like that start to include God. It includes him. It's your way of inviting him in saying, God, I'm making space for you. I'm making room for you. Please come into my daily life. Even the things that seem so small, even the things that seem so insignificant, you're saying to God, hey, please come in and join me. Right? That's how we do our relationships. We we don't just go from, hey, nice to meet you. Let's get married. <laughs> I mean, some people do, but truthfully and honestly, it goes from, hey, how you doing? I want to get to know you. And we get to know, and it's through those conversations that eventually people get married. Same with uh, family relationships. It's through learning our family members that we get to know more about them, that we get to trust them more, that we get to learn who they are. And that's why we trust their advice. And the same with our friends in our lives. So we got to do the same with God. And the last, the last solution that I want to leave you with is this. Just do. Just do. So just as our parents, right, and our boss or people in authority will ask us to do a task, here is where you follow through with what God is asking you to do. Completing what your heavenly father asks of you helps us to develop our trust in him even more. So by actually doing what we're instructed to do, right, that's where we learn to trust him. That removes the fear of, I don't know if that's going to work. Or I don't know if God mistakenly said that to me and maybe he got the wrong person. This is how we push past that fear of that. We push past the fear of actually walking out. Faith without works is dead. That's where we get to trust him more because once we go, oh, that worked. Oh, I actually accomplished that. I did that. And then we're on to the next thing or the next set of instructions. That's when we we grow deeper in trust with him because we realize he did not mistakenly say and give you that task. God did not mistakenly say, hey, you should do X, Y, and Z. When he called you, he called you. He called you for that task. He called you for that purpose. So I want to leave you with one last thing to remember is this. It's in Romans 1, 16, through 17, and it's found in the message uh, Bible. It says this, it's news I'm most proud to proclaim. This extraordinary message of God's powerful plan to rescue everyone who trusts him, starting with Jews and then right on to everyone else. God's way of putting people right shows up in the acts of faith, confirming what scripture has said all along. The person in the right standing before God by trusting him really lives. I'm going to repeat that so that can sink in. It says this, the person in right standing before God by trusting him really lives. So if you're in the midst of rebuilding your faith, it is through one act of obedience at a time so that you can truly be living a life of abundance. 
So guys, this is my time. Again, I am your host, Jacinta Martin. I pray that this live has blessed you. Please leave me a comment if it has. I look forward to reading it and stay tuned for the next one. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Polished Gems. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Also, head over to fruitfulgems.com. That's F R U I T F U L J E M S.com and become a part of our family to receive your free guide discovering your worth through the fruit of God's Spirit. Until next time.